Hello, hello, hello. We are back for a very special episode of Bravo Wild Black. It's definitely something that we haven't done before and we probably um, won't do in the future because it's very odd. This is our <laughs> Bravo Wild Black family karma slash camp getaway dedicated episode. And just, this episode, just for the camp getaway know, lovers and the family, and the family karma, karma fans. And you know what? No shade to any other podcasts or pages or anything. We just made this because we, um, you know, everyone talks about the Real Housewives and Vanderpump Rules and, you know, um, Married to Medicine and all that. But we didn't really right. get to see people talk about these two new amazing multicultural shows and they kind of premiered during a weird time. It, like, it's the worst time to have a brand new show. You know, um, for example, with Camp Getaway, Camp Getaway premiered in May. So we were kind of used to, you know, getting in the funk of quarantine, but no one really wanted to try to watch a new show. Like, we're, we, we reverted back to things that bring us, like, comfort. Like, we binge watch shows from the past or you know like real housewives shows but no one was really interested in watching a new show like they premiered a weird time and especially family karma family karma premiered in march and march is when everything completely went to hell basically (laughs) like you know we weren't sure what the coronavirus was we weren't sure if we were even going to be affected by it but we did know that, you know, there were cases. I, I don't know. Everything was just crazy. So we would like to circle back around. Yeah, we just want to circle back around and talk about these shows because they're pretty good. Like, number one with Cam Getaway, it's about, like, these counselors. And I, I always describe it as below deck, above deck. Like, they're basically below deck but on land. They work at this camp, and I think it's, like, in – Connecticut or somewhere I don't even know what state it's in but they work at an adult camp like during the week it's for little kids and on the weekend it's for adults and freaking like the concept of a camp for adults sounds so fun because you know it's just something that you wouldn't think of something that you wouldn't think of actually exists it's like something that you just dream about but it actually does exist and we get to see like the behind the scenes of it and as far as family karma um it's about you know an indian group of friends and the community and just some of the things that they face it's very similar to uh, the other shows like um shaza sunset but it's actually indian you know so um, we're just going to deep dive into those. Also, the thing I like about Camp Getaway is that we got to see Black people in an environment where we don't really get to see Black people in. <laughs> so I, ha- I have a question for you. Um, yeah. Would you go to camp? I would go to camp, but I can't say that I would participate in camp. <laughs> <laughs> So you would just sit and I'm look gonna explain. I'm going to explain exactly what I would go to camp for. Number one, I need my own personal cabin. Like, I would not be sharing my cabin at all. I'm going to have, like, full-on camp outfit. You know, lumberjack, chic. And Did you bring I'm, glam? Yeah, you know I'm bringing glam, like the Beverly Hills girls. And then, you know, I would participate definitely in the eating. 
they do a lot of eating on that show. I would go to the cafeteria and I would probably watch everyone else do everything. But, you know, I'm not going on a zip line. I'm not swimming. So I'm not doing any of that. You be rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. So <laughs> let's just, like, let's get into it. Let's just get into Can't Get Away first. We have. Okay. So we have Camp Getaway. Um, Claire and David are the HBICs. Yeah, um, David is like the owner, and Claire like runs the camp. And I she really runs love that shit. Claire is like that bitch. She's the boss. I love it like so much. I love her. I wish they would actually like show more of her because you know she's very serious but in her confessionals you can tell she's that funny she just wants to yeah she's funny yeah. and she just wants to keep it a good professional place you know right right um so you know first up with the cam uh the characters we have randall um you know she's kind of boy crazy uh, she also came off kind of lazy at first, but you know she's a she's a really fun character. She comes back with her parents, and everybody looks at her like, "What I the don't hell?" Get it. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently Randall she wants to be a comedian, but it's weird. I didn't laugh once, like at, at her storyline or anything that she said. But yeah, <laughs> so we have Randall, and then we have, <laughs> we have, and then we have Monica. Oh, Dr. Monica. Okay, so we have to kind of give you the premise of Can Get Away. Dr. Monica and Adam are the actual, like, they actually work there. They're the two, like, head counselors or whatever. And, like, Randall, Sophia, Gavin, Niall, and uh, Neely, they don't, actually, they don't actually work there. So they um, get hired there. And Dr. Monica and Adam actually have to kind of like show them show them the ropes and everything. But yeah, so Dr. Monica, she's like a Harvard educated psychologist, which is kind of like weird. Like with everyone who works there, they all have like these crazy important jobs. But I'm like, then why are you guys working at a camp? You know? But for some reason, you know, you can tell that Dr. Monica and Adam, like they really actually enjoy their job and like it brings them some kind of, you know, like peace and fun to work there. Dr. Monica, she's super smart. A lot of people would say that she overanalyzes things, but I don't really think that about her. I think that she's, she just points things out, like very obvious. I think she, she just, she's a therapist. You can tell that she's also, also passionate about what she's doing in life. And exactly. she uses it with her, she brings with her it to social her interactions, you know? Mm-hmm. She brings her like education and her professionalism to everything um but without making it like without making people like stress out and like think about life like she's still fun she's just gonna if she sees some shit she's gonna point it out and that's why i respect her and i freaking like love her and then we have adam um adam is the ladies man he is hot And uh, he actually gets into a, like, a love, not a triangle, but he starts having, like, a crush on Randall, but then it turns to a crush on Sophia, and him and Sophia actually, you know, start talking, and it goes left because Sophia and Gavin, which is another guy that comes in later in the season, 
Sophia and Gavin have this thing where they flirt, but they claim that they're friends, but it's very clear that they're flirting. So, you know, it hurts Adam's feelings. And who else? Okay, Neely. Neely, she's an interesting person, I guess. Uh, She comes and she has, like, this ex-boyfriend. What's his name? He kind of looks like the dude from (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Katniss Everdeen. Katniss Everdeen. (laughs) What's his actual name? His name is Trap. Trap, with two Ps. Yeah, um, she, I think that Neely and Trip, they were a thing for four months and then like he all of a sudden like shows up there and they go back on a date to see if they yeah. can like, you know, find the spark again, but like it never works out. That was, you know, that whole interaction was extremely weird because I <laughs> yeah. just see, <laughs> I just see Neely get up all of a sudden and she's like, hey, do you see that guy over there? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so lost. And then she's like, yeah, we dated like six months ago and he ghosted me. And I'm yeah, like, and it's like, why do you want to talk to him? And then she she literally like says it as if like they fell madly, deeply and truly and in love. love. And I'm like, you guys knew each other for what? Four months, I believe they actually dated. So how how fast are you falling in love? I would not even bring that shit up. <laughs> like I would literally walk the fuck past him. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. And then we have Glenn, like, we've saved the best for last because he has such an important storyline. Like, don't you just love Glenn just thinking about him? I love Glenn. He's just a beautiful rainbow. He's amazing to me. Yeah, he's, like, a freaking, I don't know. But he's, you know, he's a gay, he's a gay guy. He's coming to camp because it's, um, he recently lost his dad and it really, like, affected him. And it was just good seeing him be himself, talk about being openly gay, how his, you know, dad reacted to it before he passed and how, you know, he's supporting his mom. So he has a super important storyline that really, really touches your heart. Um, We also have, did did we talk about Niall? Niall... <laughs> Niall is a bit of a fuck up, but you know what? Niall At the end of the day, is an overgrown <laughs> high school jock who still thinks that he's in high school and he acts as if he looks like Adam. Like bye bye. He doesn't, but I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like his character, so we're gonna leave it at that. Um, okay. You have the right to have your opinion. I just don't like him. I don't. I think he's super cocky, overconfident. I I can agree with that though. I can you definitely know, agree. Immature. With I can go on for years about Niles, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to the premise of Camp Getaway because we're rambling at this point. There's just so much to talk about. But Camp Getaway is basically you see the behind the scenes of how camp works and how they set up things for the people who come on the weekends, um, you know, and you see the drama between the camp counselors. And, you know, we have some alliances, kind of, I feel, you know. It's like, at one point, I just felt like it was everyone against Dr. Monica, which I really hated. You know, there were definitely some microaggressions that you guys will catch on when you watch it towards Dr. Monica, who actually confronted them about it because they're like, I don't, she's like, I don't know what you guys' problems are. 
I don't know if it's, you know, because I'm an educated, you know, black woman or that because every time she says something, they say that she's aggressive about it or that she continues to dig and dig at things. And it's like, no, she just wants to, when you have a problem, you want to talk about it and you want it to be over because you have to work with these people. And I think that's what so many black women are saying is just that anytime we bring up an issue, we get called an aggressive, angry black woman, even if we do it in like the calmest tone. And like, that's such an issue that is brought to the forefront. It's very obvious on Can't Get Away. Like, Dr. Monica and Neely even have a conversation like about it. They don't really show the whole thing, but it's, it's heavily hinted at. And also we have, you know, like a love storyline between Adam and Sophia that goes left because Adam um, catches Sophia calling Gavin, babe. And Gavin is just like, he's such a, a, like a lighthearted, light spirited guy that i don't know if he's like completely like he's a player but the thing is he's so good and smooth with it that you don't really (laughs) notice and you want to kind of overlook it yeah because he knew what he was doing he definitely knew exactly what the fuck he was doing and let's let's be honest gavin's a handsome guy so he already knows that him and sophia were going back and forth with each other while Sophia was also dating Adam. And then Adam had a hissy fit about it and was trying to fight Gavin about it. And that was just like very awkward, but yeah, there's like a love storyline in it. And then Neely is just all over the place. I'm not really sure what her storyline is, but she's there. <laughs> like, it's it's weird. It's Metro station. <laughs> they say, 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 I shake it. <laughs> Um, freaking, okay, so Glenn, yeah, we'll go back to Glenn. Glenn recently lost his dad, and there's a scene where, you know, he gets completely, like, fucked up, drunk, wasted, and, like, all of his emotions dealing with grief comes out at one time, and it's just such a, I wouldn't say, you know, it was, like, powerful and life-changing, but it definitely shows, like, um, when you don't properly grieve someone, it comes out at the worst time. And it also shows me that some people be going through shit at camp. Yes. Like, at camp. At camp. Like, the, <laughs> the randomest place. It's just like... But he, has to, he also has a redemption, like, storyline after it. Like, he, you know, tries to show Claire and the owner, you know, David, like, yo, I really want to be here. And, you know, that's it. And as far as Randall, she's just trying to find a man. And you know what? I don't blame her. I don't blame her. (laughs) (laughs) Randall's whole thing since she got on the show, she's like, where are the guys? Yep. I'm trying to find a man. Fuck this camp. But, um, you know, it's definitely an interesting show that I feel like if you enjoy Below Deck, You'll enjoy Cam Getaway. You get to see Black people where Black people usually aren't. You also get to see what it's like in a fantasy land of um, adults going to camp. And they always have these excursions like zip lining and yoga. They have like theme parties. They have bachelorette parties. They even had a wedding, which was such a treat. <laughs> like, oh, they got A couple got married at camp. And apparently these are people who always go to that camp. So they have like repeat repeat like um guests and things like that so So, if bravo is hearing this i would like to have a birthday party at camp getaway Um, oh 
Okay, well, I feel like you can definitely make that happen. I don't know if I'll go. I'll only You're go definitely going to come. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you don't have the option. I, I'll, I'll go with the cast if some of the cast shows up. If Dr. Monica and um, Adam come, because Adam's my man in my head. If they it's come, then be I'll us. go. Well, I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe. Because we're going to be the camp We're going to be the camp counselors. We're going to be the camp week. counselors and the freaking people <laughs> and the guests. How does that yep. even freaking work? Because we're going to dress up as different characters. <laughs> like. Um. Yeah, so I guess we're having Aaron's birthday at Camp Getaway. All of you guys are invited, and you know that's just virtually. You got a social distance. So you're having a okay time out. We're having a Zoom party at Camp Getaway. Okay, so I, I just want them to air this on TV. And how, are we gonna, how is that even going to work? I, I think that what you meant to say is that you want a season two. Mm. I would like a season two personally, but if we're no listen, 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 because um we actually did like a post we were we were telling you guys, yo, we're gonna watch Family Karma and Camp Get Away because we didn't hear a lot about it. We actually got a lot of good responses, you know, on that post. We got a lot of engagement. So bravo, if you hear this, go to that post. It's still up. Love you. Um, so what people were saying is that they really love Family Karma, which we're going to get into the second half. But as far as Camp Getaway, um, some people loved it, but other people felt as though if there's going to be another season, which I completely agree, they need to recast it with people who actually like want to be on the show like dr monica for me i would bring back dr monica i would bring back adam i would bring back glenn and gavin because they were like the four you know most fun people and adam and monica were the ogs so obviously they had to come back but the rest i feel like niall randall and neely like i feel like they just wanted to be on the show just because they were on a show and yeah. I, it it was just felt like the drama felt very much like produced, and I feel like it would work if you got some people who worked at the camp all the time who have a relationship with each other, because that's why Vanderpump Rules worked so well. Like these were people who didn't just work together, but they hung out in real life. So we need some people who actually work there right. at Camp Getaway and hang out in real life and i think personally i also want to see more of their at home lives wouldn't that be interesting yes, like what they do outside would... of camp getaway like during the weekday because they only work there on weekends i i would like to see it, it it's it's a few changes that would have to be made mm-hmm. um but i definitely think it, it could be a, a better show than what it is yeah um, for it's sure hard. if they recast it but because it's a lot of people on there, like you said, when watching, it's like these people don't belong to camp. Yeah, and, they don't even want to be there. And if it makes us not want to be there. There's no chemistry yeah. between the cast and then there's no chemistry between the counselors and the actual, you know, um, patrons, like the guests. So when you have people who actually work at the camp on the show, I feel like it will just naturally produce drama. It'll naturally produce storylines and it'll make it a little bit more interesting. But I enjoyed watching it, like I said, you know, mm-hmm. season one. But season two, there would have to be a lot of changes. 
So now we can talk about Family Karma. This was a fan favorite among people, like out of the two, obviously. We, a lot more people watched it than we initially thought. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of people were like, I love Family Karma. <laughs> Well, that's how I read it in my head because, like, so many people were like, Yes, bravo, season two, family karma. And I'm like, Because you want to see the interaction between, but I get it, and that's exactly what I was about to say. Go ahead, I want to see it. I love it. I think it's a great show. The thing that I love the most about Family Karma is it's very family-centered. It's like these people all have genuine, established relationships with each other. They've known each other for years. So I just think starting with that is already Uh, already a winning formula foundation. You Mm -hmm. know, I agree. Like I love Family Karma because you know it's people who've been friends for years. They grew up together. They are in the community, you know, the Indian community together. And um, when I say multi-generational, like, they don't just show the moms and dads. The moms and dads are very much in the storyline. Like, they are in the confessionals. Like, this is actually family karma. So I love that about them. It's so multi-generational and so authentic. And I think I have a slight, like, bias to the show just because they film in South Florida. And I don't know if you guys know this, but we're in South Florida. So it's like when they went to, I think it was like Brimstone or something. Like I knew exactly which Brimstone or like what restaurant they went to. I'm like, wait, that's not too far from me. So it's like, I had literally run into the people from family karma, just like living my everyday life. I would like that. I would like to run into Brian because he's fine as hell. Uh, I would say a niche because I want to crack jokes. Yeah, I mean, I, if I saw a niche, I'd be like, "Hey, girl." Okay, so speaking of, let's talk about the um, people on Family Karma. A niche. We got a niche. She has come back down from New York um, after you know going to. I think she went to fashion school and she is starting her fashion line. But, you know, she's trying to do that while living with her parents who want her to, like, (laughs) get married and and have children and all this shit. And she's like, wait, I'm a career woman first. (laughs) (laughs) And I get it because in ethnic families, like, they want you to freaking settle down. And they always like, when are we going to have grandkids? Did you find a man yet? Did you find a man? I have a man for you. My my cousin, baby daddy, sister knows a guy who works at UPS for you. And it's just like, I'm literally just trying to get my foot off the ground myself. <laughs> That's it. Can I please start my business first before yeah. I get tied a, down? She's a career woman and I respect the hell out of it. And then we have Monica who lives with her dad who... um him and her mom got divorced so she's close to her dad and we have brian who's friends with monica but apparently brian like actually wants to be with monica but brian is a playboy so that i love their storyline yeah me too it's very interesting because we also find out that like before it even started taping that monica actually told brian that she likes him 
And she was like, oh, but when I told you that I like you, you didn't want me. But now you want to settle down. You want me, playboy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny how the tables turn. Because it's it's obvious he's trying to change his ways and be a better man. And and I love that. I love anybody going out of their way to show change behavior. Yeah. Take note. Yeah, but then I also get Monica's side. It's like, well, when I wanted you, where were you? You were being a host, so... But you know, know what? Sometimes that's how life be going. You know? <laughs> that's exactly why she has the right to be like, yo, straight up, fuck you, because I don't want you right now. That's how so, it is sometimes. Also, we have Amrit, and he is a gay Indian man, and that is a scandal in itself. And I love that they speak on that sort of taboo topic. And um. It, it definitely plays out like during the season, you know, the tri- trials and tribulations of being out and in the community and how he has a boyfriend, Nicholas, and how their relationship is getting more serious. And, you know, there's a part where he introduces his boyfriend as just his friend and his boyfriend is like, yo, I thought you were out. And he's like, well, just in front of, you know, my family and like the community, you know, we can't really be as touchy kissy feely stuff like that you know it's just they speak on it and i like to see that especially in ethnic communities like without i mean we're fully spoiling it but it's just something interesting to see something taboo to speak on amrit's best friend vishal um vishal is actually engaged to what's what's his fiance's name risha risha okay risha and vishal basically carry the whole they don't really carry the whole show, but it's definitely based around their engagement. And what happens is that Risha's mom, um, you know, wants a more traditional kind of life for Risha and Vashal. And she, she straight up got caught talking shit about Vashal's like career <laughs> choice, which I don't blame her because you want the best for your child, especially in traditional families. But um, Vashal apparently yeah. wanted to be an actor and it failed. So she was talking shit about how Vashal <laughs> didn't really have a real career for a while because he wanted to try his hand at acting. So it like it starts beef between, you know, Risha's mom and Vashal's mom. And um, they also talk a lot about Risha's mom because she's single. So they have, like, there is some deep seated. They are shady. Yes, shady boots. Okay. Like, it gets very interesting. And um, so basically, what happens is, like, there's an exchange between the moms. And then Anish asks um, Vishal about it because Vishal and Anish, they've been friends since childhood. So. Vishal and Anise, like their friendship kind of crumbles because Vishal doesn't really want to talk about his personal business like that. But Anise is like, yo, I'm your best friend. Like, what the fuck is going on with that? So, this is where uh, another interesting person, Bali. Oh my God, I love Bali. <laughs> that was like the top two. Her. Everyone is like, Anish and Bali, Anish and Bali. And I'm like, exactly. Like, they're the best. It is. They're the yeah. best. Like, they're and the, what like, the I love the most is when they were at that dinner and Bashal was like, Bali, did you talk 
to Anish, and she's like, "No, I did not talk to her about any of this." And they show, like, literally show. right after. The Bravo editors are undefeated, undefeated. I tell you, like, because, um, you know, Vishal and Anish were close friends. He starts to close up about the relationship drama and like the family drama between him and his his fiance so he tries to like play it off as if him and anish aren't good friends and like they had a, a whole dinner where bali was present um vishal was present and amrit was present and like vishal played off their his friendship with anish and bali was like what you guys aren't that good friends like that's a fucking lie and like she goes right back to anish and like listen this is what he said he said that y'all weren't good friends like that so that starts a whole nother like whole ass like drama thing going on and it it makes it's like why would he deny because you see them they even talk about their friendship like they they've been friends since they were little like what are you talking about and like they tried to play anish like anish wanted vishal like honey anish doesn't want vishal okay anish wants her career period so um that whole thing goes down and oh they take a cast trip i love cast trips they can they take a cast trip to key west where like you know, like, the drama gets to, like, the boiling point without giving too much away. And also, there's this thing with Anish and Monica where she, like, jokes that Monica would be found in Brian's bedroom. And, like, it's not okay to say because within the Indian community, a lot of gossiping goes on. And, you know, if they hear that, it can get misconstrued as, you know, like, a hookup kind of, like, thing that monica doesn't want her name attached to so monica and anish have their like you know trouble so yeah yeah. so it all comes to a boiling point at the engagement party where they officially get engaged vishal and misha and we won't tell you what goes on because we want you to watch both camp getaway and family karma but just know that (laughs) family karma itself is a treat and like without a doubt we want season two of family karma and I can't forget Sean. Oh my God. He is Brian's friend, super fucking loaded. He's super important in Miami. Like, I remember seeing his lightning around here in Miami for some reason because he comes from a very prominent family. So, you know, watch Family Karma, you guys. Let us know, you know, what you think of it. If you're already a fan, you probably already commented on our posts about it because we got so many responses for Family Karma. It was, like, overwhelming, and I'm so glad about that. And, like, um, when you guys commented, we were in the middle of watching it. So we're like, well, this must, you know, this must be a good show. And what do you know? It's a great show. So I would love for her to get a season two, and I want everything to stay the exact same. You have a winning formula. Like... Let's go. Like, take that shit now. So please give Camp Getaway a fair chance because I feel like they're at least deserving of a chance. Um, Give them a chance. You know, you guys actually might like it even more than we like it. So give it a chance. Watch it with an open mind. And especially because Below Deck is so popular that I feel like if you like Below Deck, you're going to like this. And you know that it's kind of hard with these kind of shows that don't really have a personal connection to get into. So give it a fair chance with like, you know what, maybe season two when it comes out, I'll I'll like it even more. So both of these shows are like what we really like to see. Camp Getaway has black people. It has white people. Um, It has an LGBTQIA member 
in it and he's very proud to be gay and they talk about it and they talk about important things so that's something that we want to see more of on bravo so i would like for camp getaway to get you know a season two as long as they get more you know people who actually work at the camp who actually like like each other who want to be there and then as far as family karma like hello ethnicity okay like we have people of color on the freaking network so i love the show and it's really good like it keeps you engaged and it keeps you like coming back so yeah tell us what you think and give it a shot and that was our whole podcast about camp getaway and family karma so i hope they feel really special because you know i don't think we ever like set out to do an entire podcast about one show but, okay, so yeah. now that we got that out of the way, we would like to congratulate Ms. Garcelle Bouvet. She has been announced as the newest host on The Real. I, I wish I could, like, play fit. some a group of people clapping right now. A round of applause, maybe make that <laughs> ass clap. Yeah, like, I would love... I would like she deserves it because I listen to her podcast sometimes it's called going to bed with Garcelle it's so freaking good like she's a natural talker she's a natural personality she's a fan favorite on um Real Housewives of Beverly Hills it's like so perfect for her as soon as I heard it by herself yeah (laughs) exactly exactly as soon as I heard it I was like this is a great fit because isn't is she I don't know if she's either replacing Tamara or Amanda Seals. Well, both but of them either are way. out. So, yeah. So either way, know. I think she's a perfect replacement for both of them. And though that's no shade to them because I love those girls. But Garcelle. They needed welcome. someone with, like, double the personality because they're missing two people. And I feel like that's perfect. And she starts in September, I feel. And you know what I heard? I heard that the at the like testing the screen test i heard she blew everyone away like they knew from she was against i think six other people like they were auditioning six other people for this i would love to know who the six other people were so garcelle if you want to talk <laughs> let's welcome. talk you are welcome to come to our podcast we will come to your podcast for free and um, and <laughs> you can <laughs> You can ask me any question. You can ask me where I got my money from. You can ask me anything you want. Okay? You can ask Aaron anything you want. <laughs> yeah. So people are like, uh, I think the main thing is people are wondering if she's going to stay with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And what I keep telling people, because we got a lot of comments under that post, is that it's up to. If yeah. Denise Richards comes back because they have like a BFF pact, and like Garcelle already said, like yo, if Denise Richards doesn't come back, I'm not coming back. And she's like, well, bitch, if you don't come back, I'm not coming well, back. Well, Denise better <laughs> come her ass on back <laughs> because like I would like to see Garcelle and Denise. If anything, the okay, that's a, that's a whole another podcast because I was gonna make a <laughs> suggestion. If a anything. Spin-off. I do think we know two people that should be off the show. Oh, off the show. Oh, you mean like Kyle and Teddy? Yeah. I think a lot of people agree with you that Kyle and Teddy. (laughs) Don't say. (laughs) I'm just, I'm not scared to say it. I'm not saying that I agree. I don't give a fuck who's on the show as long as, you know, I have my favorites. 
Erica. I didn't want to give it to you guys raw and uncut, but apparently Kaya is going to give it to you guys. So, Teddy. Listen, Listen I'm, I'm not trying to start no trouble. You know, we're pretty much a positive page, but I'm not about to sugarcoat it. A lot of people don't fucking want Teddy Bellingham on the show. And I don't give a fuck who's on the show as long as Denise Richards stays, as long as Garcelle Bouvet stays, as long as Erica stays. And you know what's surprising that everyone agrees with me? Like, everyone agrees with me. Dorit did her thing this season. Like, we, yeah, she did. Like, yeah, she, say, um, she did the good part staying neutral, and I love it. So I don't want to off the show. I just know how I want to come back. Go ahead. I also heard they might be bringing Brandy. Brandy who? Brandy. <laughs> The the singer Brandy? No, 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 no. Oh, Brandy Glenn. <laughs> because I I know them by their first and last name. Not I'm Brandy like, the singer. I wish. Why would they bring Brandy Norwood? To- <laughs> I was so lost. Motada. Like, Eatada. I dead ass thought that you were saying that they were thinking about bringing Brandy Norwood. Honestly, <laughs> Bravo, if you want any ideas, I think Brandy Norwood would be a pretty good fit. So, Brandy, okay, so Brandy Glanville, yeah, I heard that they might be giving her a diamond full time too. I don't have a problem with that. I like, mean, I would like to like, see how it unfolds. Yeah, because after the last episode where she screamed at Buca de Beppo that she literally licked Denise's <laughs> clit, I feel like, well, damn. <laughs> if she wants she that spot, she so can strong. have strong. That, that, I, From anyways. The she got on the episode, I was like, what is going on now? <laughs> she happened to, she happened to be in the neighborhood. Like, she was just randomly in the neighborhood. And, you know, she dropped by to the baby shower. And she had her text ready. And she screamed that she licked Denise's clit. And that was that. So, honestly, if she wants a diamond after that, I feel like she deserves it. I know it's controversial. (laughs) But she did what she had to do. And I respect it. So, that's fine. But, yeah. So, that is the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, T. other than the fact that they released the trailer to the reunion, but we'll talk about that another day, because guess what? It's Wednesday, and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is coming on, like, in an hour, actually. So, um, we have two more things we want to talk about. This one is getting, you know, it's a little bit more serious. Well, not a lot a bit more serious. Portia was arrested. Uh, Portia was arrested again for fighting for the, you know, justice for Breonna Taylor, march like protests and it's like it's it's very disheartening that they go to these lengths it wasn't just Portia obviously we're only mentioning Portia because you know this is the Bravo podcast it was it was uh Portia I I think she was yes she was one of at least like uh 65 arrested yeah, I think it was like 50 to 60. All I know is that they're doing everything except arresting the people who killed that innocent woman, period. And it's very disheartening to see that they are hell-bent on arresting these peaceful protesters. And it's just like, what What are you? What, what do we have to do? Because on top of that, while we're still fighting for justice for Brianna, another innocent Black man got seven shots to the yes. back just the other fucking day. And thank God he's alive to tell his tale. 
And I'm so glad. I'm so glad. It is unfortunate that, you know, he is paralyzed from the waist down, but from the waist at down, least he can tell his story. Thank and God Lockheed. he can tell his story because so many people fucking can't. And it's like ridiculous. And you know what? Um, what people were saying that, uh, you know, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, all these people who made changes got arrested multiple times before, yeah. you know, social justice became you know a widespread thing and i'm just so proud of portia but it's just very disheartening so what we basically wanted to do was just bring light that we are still fighting to fucking survive so continue to use your platforms continue to educate people continue to educate your family continue to share things continue to donate and we're so proud of portia and you know a change is definitely going to come. Like, this is just not... Because this is not at for the nothing. end of the day, the same issues are going on, and the people that should be arrested are just allowed, just given a slap on the wrist or, mm-hmm. you, you know, something like that. And you have Portia, who's actually, you know, doing something positive, um, yep. you know, protesting, and she gets charged with disorderly conduct. All this other bullshit. And it's obstructing crazy. a highway? Like, What? <laughs> Yeah, and we're talking about people being murdered, and it's not normal. Exactly. Like we become so desensitized to it, to sharing it, and it's just too fucking much. So continue to do what you're doing, and we're gonna continue to speak on it. So you know, I noticed that a, a few of you guys, I doubt that you're listening to the podcast, but there's a few followers that definitely have a problem with us talking about these issues, but I want to remind you that this podcast, this page, and this brand is called Bravo While Black, and we're going to speak on these Black issues as it pertains to Bravo and as it pertains to real life. Thank you. Yes, and please (laughs) go support the civil activist group Until Freedom, because they were the ones that actually organized the whole protest uh, that Portia got arrested at. Yeah, Um, and they do a lot of great work with other organizations. So please check them out, give them a follow, donate, do whatever you can, share their page. But, you know, we are... And we can't wait to see this play out on Real Housewives of Atlanta, too. Like, everyone's talking about how possibly Portia and Dennis broke up. Like, fuck all that. Portia is really doing this. Like, she's doing something way more important than gossiping about her fucking relationship. And with that being said, let's So I'm going to end that off with justice (laughs) for Breonna Taylor, period. Right. So with that being said, let's move on to something a little bit lighter. Since our podcast was themed around Camp Getaway and Family Karma, here is our little... It's not hypothetically housewives, but it's a little pot stir that we have here. A little something, something to make you think. Um, Aaron, what is the question that you want to ask our listeners and followers? So, yes. I would like to know, guys, what camp getaway activity would you like to participate in? And which counselor would you like to instruct you on the excursion? Ooh, what a great question. And also, guys, it. I, I want to say this, too, because some some of our viewers might not watch Camp Getaway. So if you don't know any of the counselors, you can literally replace that with any of the Bravo celebrities. Oh, OK, OK. So since we're doing Family Karma and Camp Getaway themed, I would like to take Bali with me just because I feel like she's a fucking fun mom. She's a cool mom and she is very stylish 
and she's a go-getter. And she, she just seems like a person that's, like, fun to hang around. And, you know, everyone loves Bali. I would like to take Bali to Camp Getaway, and we would do the haunted house. Do you remember that for Halloween? They had a haunted house. Yes. I, don't even, I don't even like haunted houses. I'm scared to death of haunted houses. Like, I'm a complete, like, terrified of that. But And I would like Gavin to kind of, like, guide us through the haunted house because... He just has a personality that I feel like he would be like ducking and dodging and screaming with us. And it seems like a very fun time. I don't get, how do you not like haunted houses when October is one of your favorite months? Like we talk about this (laughs) every time. (laughs) I'm definitely going to call you out. Every time it's approaching October, I see spooky stuff on your Facebook page. Don't deny it. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so it's like you get asked to fucking Halloween Horror Nights once, and you say no, and all of a sudden you don't really love the holidays the way you say you love the holidays. I'm just a scared ass. Like, I am scared. I don't like to be scared. It's not not fun to me. (laughs) It's not. Like, when someone jumps in my face in a motherfucking skeleton costume... (laughs) And scream in my face, I'm gonna hit them. I'm from the hood. Like, I bring don't your purse or your pocketbook, whichever one you <laughs> want to refer to it as. <laughs> so, you guys determine which one you want to bring your purse Listen, or your pocketbook. I am completely scared of anything and everything. You can say boo and I'll run away. Like, I can't do that shit. So, that's why I have to go with another person. I see. And I would go with Bali, and I would have Gavin literally guide us through it because I feel like Gavin is, is a goofball, and we would have a fun-ass time. So who would you choose? Wow, I can't believe I just got put on the spot like that. <laughs> Wait until we stop recording. <laughs> I'm going to get my ass cursed out, guys. So Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I say I'm going to do yoga class, and I'm also going to call Kaya out because she said this was boring. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also going to do yoga cat, uh, class with Anish. Wow. And I, I think I'm going to have Monica be our instructor because she's yeah. a therapist. And maybe she can give me, like, some kind of positivity. It, yeah, it wouldn't just be a yoga class, though, with Monica. It would definitely, like, speak to your third eye and, like, make you connect with your soul and actually connect with, like, really what's going on with you and shit like that. So it would be a deep yoga class. But, yeah, it's definitely boring, so. We'd probably just sit in a circle and talk anyway because... <laughs> Isn't that what yoga is? Like sitting in a circle and like breathing deeply and then leaving? No, you actually got to stretch and do all these exercises. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't know because that's not what I'm going to do. But have fun. I can't get away. We'll be on the other side in the cabin, (laughs) in the haunted house cabin with Gavin. (laughs) I can't. I can't. All right, guys. So just let us know what you do and who you would bring to can't get away from family karma preferably since this is like a family karma can't get away themed podcast yes and we appreciate you guys for listening of course and um is there any other announcements we have to make 
I would like to announce that we have 3,500 followers and we love each and every one of you. Thank you for following. Thank you, Thank you for sharing our memes also. We got a lot of reshares this week too. So and much also interaction. Yes, yeah, so much. We love the engagement. We love hearing your opinion. And we want to tell you that once we reach 5K, we're going to do a giveaway. So it's like, tell your mama, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell everyone to follow us because once we reach 5K, you know, one of you, or maybe even two or three of you will get lucky because we're going to do a giveaway. It'll be a 5k giveaway and it'll be fun as hell. So continue to follow us and continue to send us messages and interact with us because we love that. And with that being said, yeah, we love you. And with that being said, we got to go and like get ourselves together before Beverly Hills comes on. So, um, we'll until next time. Bye. Did you bring glam? Did you bring glam?